0: Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's Monday memo. Now, there have been a few pieces in the popular press lately about something called Zoom fatigue, and yes, it's really a thing. I mean, talking with uh, fellow finance professionals, and you know, myself included, you know, a lot of us out there have been feeling a little lower in energy than usual, and perhaps even even difficult to focus, particularly maybe say going into the afternoon, which is strange because. I suppose I've over the last uh, seven, eight years in my role as a, as a finance leader of global teams. Um, also, you know, as a best-selling author and speaker, I, you know, had to do these video calls, video presentations to large groups where, say, travel um, or scheduling challenges made it more difficult to do so in person in, in, you know, being physically there. So it's actually been a very effective medium for communication and also to get ideas across. But as I said, the last 12 weeks of trying to do pretty much all the daily work at home via video uh, has, I have to say, has probably caused more fatigue than usual. And it's a completely different dynamic uh, to what we were experiencing previously, where we might have to present over video on the odd occasion. And the thing is, there's a number of articles out there describing the issue. I don't think this is anything new, or sort of hearing or feeling this for the first time i just didn't feel there was much in the way of practical advice and that's what we try and do Strength strengthen a number show is share with you some practical thoughts on how to you know become more influential in finance uh, focus on the things that matter most and go and create and capture value for ourselves and our organizations so look i'm not a psychologist but you know with a bit of brief research it seems to be that What's causing this fatigue, this Zoom fatigue, is linked to what the literature calls increased cognitive load, uh, as well as continuous partial attention. So, the cognitive load is essentially we're having to expend a lot more mental effort. And if you think of it a bit like we've only got so much of that to go around us, like you've got, you start the day with a bag of, of all these bits and pieces of effort, and throughout the day you apply effort to different things, well, you've only got so much to go around before you start feeling tired. And the drain on that bag or that bucket of of effort, you know, gets drained uh, when you've got loads of different resources competing for your attention, uh, so consciously as well as consciously, and it makes you less effective at what you're trying to do. And this sort of plays into the idea of continuous partial attention. Because if you think about the Zoom calls and how it's all designed, you've got a large number of things to do you need to pay attention to, right? You've got the camera positioning where you're sitting, uh, whether or not you've sort of maybe I don't know brushed your hair or or cleaned your cleaned yourself up So you come across well on the video um, the various different thumbnails That uh, that you're looking at when you're presenting even your, your own camera while you may be even talking some people are doing that uh, Also the virtual backgrounds or the real backgrounds making sure that there's nothing inappropriate in there or trying to pick that that virtual background for the day as well as, you know, those sort of sidebars where you've got chat going on and other presentations to, to, to that it might, might be being shared and so on. However, if you understand what's going on here with this increased cognitive load and continuous partial attention, well, the way then of reducing fatigue is just doing something about those two. And that's the great thing. There's loads of practical things that, you know, others in finance are actually doing and have sort of shared with me and I'm about to share with you. And also some things that, that I found useful myself. So you know, one quick way of dealing with the continuous partial attention is actually rather than have those views you know with all the thumbnails of all the different videos and people out there um, is just pin your view to the person speaking so you don't have all those thumbnails competing for your attention and similarly hide your own video view. Yes set it up, get it right to begin with but we have a habit of trying to check in on ourselves when we're on the screen and see ourselves, so maybe reduce that, that reduces our attention going away. i also suggest maybe going full screen as opposed to partial screen and also turn off your other notifications and emails so you can give that screen, when you've pinned it to the speaker, your full attention. And also try and, and use the app chat elements or the sidebars for chat for sharing resources only. Because if you think about in a real meeting, we're probably not going to have sidebar conversations going on. And again, there's good reasons that for that because it makes us less effective. So try and use the chat not as a, a conversational tool, but more so as a sharing one. And, you know, you do those simple things, you'll find that the feel and what you're getting out of those video meetings changes significantly. And the thing is, look, we've not really been taught how to, to do this. We've just had to figure this stuff out as we go along. But that's the great thing, Um, you know, people in finance are sharing their stories with each other and that's why I'm able to share these things with you. Also, to reduce that sort of cognitive load as well, one way of doing that is actually just to reduce the number of video meetings you're having. Not everything requires one. Like for myself, um, I would only have a video meeting nowadays if it was for a social event, if it's a sort of a first time meeting with someone trying to get to know them. Uh, where I had to give advice on a particular area of finance or or it, it deals for instance where there's a lot of nuance it's not routine it's fairly ad hoc and it might take extra explanation to get the, um, the ideas across where so that's where non-verbal communication comes in uh, very effective you know so even my weekly one-to-ones with my direct reports done over the phone unless they request a face-to-face um, and again can do that but the default assumption is it's done by phone also I think then if you extend that thinking a bit forward be prescriptive with others in terms of what the format of the meeting is whether it is a, a zoom call or it's a zoom video you know, also if you think about it when we have uh, meetings face to face normally uh, we tend not uh, in, like in a meeting room physically we tend not to go straight to the next meeting we tend to have a bit of a break in between to either walk in between them or we catch up with someone at the water cooler or grab a coffee or something. We have breaks in between meetings. So I suggest allow for uh, you know, time towards the end of your meeting just to finish it a bit earlier. Or build in blocks into your diary so that you can go and just you know unwind a bit before the next meeting. So you're not back to back. And that's another thing to do is in between those video meetings just do something different. You know, change it up a bit, go read something, short walk, brainstorm something, maybe not email because you're sort of, then you're not really doing much for the cognitive load, but just do something that doesn't require too much thinking from a, from a task perspective, maybe something that's not as urgent, but maybe uh, important. Um, and another another bit of advice that I got very recently actually from a finance leader over in Europe was uh, he and his team, they actually block out days where they have no Zoom meetings at all in their calendar. It's just something that their team have done and they found that really helps just blocking the diary off to the signal no Zoom meetings or whatever. However, look, uh, when business needs do come up, uh, they will do a Zoom meeting if the business really needs them to, but The presumption is no Zoom meetings on certain days of the week. So look, I hope you found these practical tips useful in overcoming these effects of Zoom fatigue, which, you know, as we discussed, are linked to cognitive load and this idea of continuous partial attention. Now, what I'll do is I'll put links with the podcast so you can check out those more. I'm not a psychologist, so I didn't go into in-depth explanations around them, but I hoped to have shared with you how they're manifesting and practice and some, some simple things we can do so that, one, we can start increasing our energy levels again, but also that feeds into our ability to influence and better focus our attention on those areas that matter most to ourselves, but also our organisations, and that will allow us to become more influential and have more meaningful, successful and rewarding careers and finance. So look, hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please remember to share it with your friends and colleagues on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify. And as always, we really appreciate investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care of yourselves, stay safe, and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.